Today on the podcast, we have Tyler. Hello. Travis. Oh, hello. And David. Hello. That doesn't sound anything like Travis. Yeah, I uh, went to say what you did. I was like, hello, but I was like, man, that came out wrong. So what have you been up to? Me? No, Travis. Oh, the same thing. Travis is working. Travis has been in a semi all day. Two oh. semis. I was in two semis today. Ooh. So what's the yeah. most... Pass, pass, pass those glasses over here. Uh-oh. <laughs> you want to you be part of this glass drink? This old fancy glass drink. Hmm. So as a what? So what were you doing in the semi? Uh, One of the semis I did a sound system in it. And then a bass and all that in there. The other one I did... Uh, or I was helping Gina. She was tinting the windows on that one. That one was very clean. He was like, "Yeah, it's newer truck. You got two hundred sixty thousand miles on it." Which for semis, that's yeah. that's really low. That's that's very low but for a semi because what they go what a million miles? Yeah, easy? probably easy, especially since they're diesels. Diesels yeah. run for fucking. Ever. Most of them got the Cummins in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, all right. Every <laughs> every three minutes, that thing's gonna go doot, doot, over there anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm I'm getting Brandon to come over. Oh. Yeah, he says, "Should I come over?" My options are yes, please, or sure. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. It was. <laughs> I always like those. Here, David, pull us up some. Pull us up some. Pull it up. Pull you, it you up. Want, you want to try some of this gin and gin, gin and topo sure. chico? Oh, what we had last grab, time? Grab the uh, shot glass. I measure the gin out. What was that? <laughs> Three shots of boop, 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 boop. <laughs> What was that? Uh, that I, I measured by globes. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, drink we had at George's uh, birthday, the um, oh, the lemonade gin. Well, the other ones, that one that had, the other oh, ones are in the freezer. The soju. Yeah. What was yeah, that? So they had some um, very smooth soju, uh, which is Korean rice wine, okay. and then there was some grapefruit. There was some grape, and then there was. Um, there was another one that John brought, and I don't remember what, which one it was. He brought the ga- grapefruit. He, he brought them all. He brought them all. He um, oh, I know the he brought or what I guess him. Uh, the uh, what was it? The oh, there was one that was really good, like the green apple. What was it the sour green apple? Some of that. Oh yes, it was green. That apple. one was very good. It was very good. Yeah, and uh, Dad was like. They were taking it as shots, but I don't know if you were supposed to drink or not. Uh, so I was asking Tyler, and he said like, well, he told me it was more of like a wine. As I looked at it, it was like sixteen percent alcohol or something Dude, in there. We take shots with it. You can take shots. That's what uh, yeah. Naj was just taking shots with it. Yeah. Alrighty. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about cars, cars, and drinking. Apparently, <laughs> that's just the start. So, what's the most interesting car that you've ever worked on? It depends, because, I mean, I've worked on a McLaren. Uh, then I've gone to, like, classics and all that. Oldest one I've worked on, classic-wise, was real cool. It was um, a 1936 Dodge. It was, like, a like a wagon type. But it, it was really cool, that one. It was very comfortable seats, too, and it, it was all redone. It, it was also a very beautiful car. Hmm. But, I don't know, I think... It just depends because I really like old cars, but the coolest one I guess would be these, like the um, the McLaren. I've, I've even worked on McLe- uh, Lamborghini too. So, huh. so if you had to pick a fancy ass car to buy, what would you buy? Would it be a McLaren? No, no. <laughs> They're cool, but now uh, I would go more like like a Bentley or like a Rolls. Bentleys and Rolls, okay. Yeah, They're pretty clean. All right, they are clean. They are very nice. Uh, today's drink is. Roku gin, which is a gin from Japan, <laughs> Roku. mixed with Topo Chico. Roku like the, like the TV service? No, Roku like <laughs> number six. Yep, there you go. Three Roku gin Topo Chicos. That's my my prom glass. Got this so from prom. normally, for those of you wondering, um, I usually do two shots of Roku gin in a solo cup. With half a cup of ice, and then filled up with uh, lemonade or Topo Chico. Travis doesn't like it. I haven't taken a sip of it yet. Oh, it smells like Christmas trees. Cheers. It kind of does. It's 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 a real herbal drink. Yeah, this one is pretty herbal. The Roku Gin is, 
And so I figure it goes really nice with either Topo Chico, any of the Topo Chicos, the, the regular, the grapefruit, the um, lemon one, or lemonade. See, last one, you made it last week or two weeks or whatever ago? It was um, with lemonade. Yeah, it was a lemonade, and I ended up with the lemonade and the uh, gin. I make I had a little bit left of uh, Topo Chico, the t- tangerine. And I mm. said, I, I hate carrying things, so I went ahead and sp- put the like splash, whatever and I had left in it. was good, wasn't it? It was very good. Yeah, there I was know. One in there. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, this gin goes really good with like, um, this, is like a, this is like a weird old like fucking, <laughs> and then this gin. I like <laughs> to drink that with my aromas. Anyways, no, it tastes really good with, um, like, fruity, or but not, like, fruit fruit, but, like, uh, tangy fruit. Yes, yes. Like, uh, like oranges. Citrusy taste, fruit. Yeah, citrusy. This does have a, yeah. I mean, we have oranges over there. We can put a little orange, sli- put an orange slice on our own. Yeah, <laughs> just slice it up and squeeze one slice in and then get the rind onto it. Oh. Like little cuties. <laughs> yeah, not full-size oranges, but. Ah. <laughs> oh. I'm too lazy now. <laughs> but um, what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, fancy ass cars that Travis would consider ever getting. Oh, that you would consider getting? Yeah, I said a Rolls or a um, yeah, Bentley. Bentley. I think if I was gonna get a, like a fancy, a, a good fancy, like damn, cuz take it easy. <laughs> Jax, um, you okay? He's getting his little like sided rollies. You know how when they roll <laughs> on their back, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, that little bit of like puppy comes out of him, and that's what that is. Otherwise, he's an extinguished gentleman. Ah, uh, so should we squeeze it in a little bit and then drop it in, or just drop it in? I'm gonna squeeze it. Squeeze it. Okay, we're squeezing. I got my face. <laughs> oh, I got my chest. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it must feel like to be one of those girls in those movies. <laughs> In my I'm face. not gonna squeeze the whole thing. I'm just gonna squeeze part of it and then drop the rest. Mm. Wow, that's really sweet. Too. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a really good one. But um, I was looking at it. I think I told you the story about the Lincoln Continental, right? Oh God, yeah. Oh. Okay, sorry. Also, get Lincoln Continental. I forgot about those. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Today, today, Tyler was telling me about the um, Lincoln National, the Buick National, the Grand National, the Grand National, the Grand Natty. Dude, I was looking at pictures, and because they, they like, come, I don't know if they come with some big-ass engines in them. Um, oh, national. I also learned that I can't talk and type at the same time. Um, but they look like, almost kind of like how the, the old, like, Thunderbird, or the, not Thunderbirds, but like the, the See, Trans Ams. Brandon could yeah. put that front end on his car. That's what they're thinking about doing. I but, mean, I think he's thinking, I'm not sure, but. But, like, they have a natural full, like. Hood scoop on them, and it's actually actually used. Yeah, but yeah, um, like the Lincoln. Oh, yeah. That's and they got funny. the suicide doors on there too. Oh, and everything. is that like is that like the uh, the Green, green Hornet? Hornet yes, yeah. The yes. Green yeah, Hornet, 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 Hornet with, with the, the, the uh, suicide doors and everything. Yes, it's beautiful. I think that's what my thing is. Is like with Dodges that I've always loved is because they well, kind of Dodges like the first gens. Well, I mean any kind of OBS trucks are mostly squares, but. Even hard top looks good. Mm. Yeah, but like those, um, those like hard corners, I fuck with so hard. Like a rectangle ass yeah. car, I fuck with it. Except like the Kia Soul, that shit's <laughs> ugly. No, the Kia Soul is a rounded corner IKEA car. Yeah, but it's still it's still the to go box. Like, it is. But um, you know what? Um, talking about like modern day box cars, right? The most interesting one to me was the Nissan Cube. Have you seen it? Does it look like the Kia Soul? No, it, it, but it still looks like a tissue box. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the way they look. Nissan. Cube. Oh, okay. So, oh, oh, never mind. That's not what I was thinking. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Um, I clicked on it. it. Took me to Walmart. <laughs> but what I do like about it, it kind of that big old back. Oh. That big glass. Yeah. Looks, that big glass looks kind of cool. This but one's a tricked out one. Yeah, the cubes. They look like the Kia Souls. They look kind of, oh, okay. Uh, the I Cube guess and the Kia way. Soul were like the two things that are like, they were fighting each other for the ugliest cars. Oh, no. In the running was also the uh, Scion XB. Oh, okay. You remember yeah, that? Is. The Scion so XB the, was that's the, what, the, the one the that XB, looked like a, yeah. I did. I did some lights on like a year or two ago, some underglow. I'll the way honest. he had it set up, it looked clean. I'll be honest. I like the first generation XB where it was more blocky and rectangle than the second gen. Mm-hmm. Our boy KD had a second gen and I was like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah, I always talk shit about his to-go box. 
He's like, you talk shit, but it's super roomy. I was like, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting you that it's roomy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, like, it's just ugly as fuck. It is roomy. But I was driving by, and it was a it was a newer Lincoln, a newer Lincoln Continental. Oh, so yeah, it kind of looks pretty. Would you, you drop it and everything like that? That, that looks hella racer. So I mean, it yeah. kind of makes. Sense. Oh yeah, I mean that's what they were marketing him at. Yeah. Whoa, look at that but, one. Like chop topped and everything. Okay, I fuck <laughs> with that one. Look quickly. Okay, I fuck with that one. That one is clean. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still that looks like some shit that we drew whenever we were fifth graders trying to figure out what a car looks like. So, <laughs> but it was like the the newer Lincolns. Um, Hmm. What is what is the Lincoln car called? Which Lincoln one? Navigator. Oh, oh no, the Navigator is like the the SUV. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what the cars are called. Um. They got different ones. I mean, they have luxury. Lincoln. They got the MKZ yeah. sedan and stuff like that. Cars. They still oh, have the MKs. Yeah, they still have the, the Continental, but they're way different than the old ones. Yeah, Lincoln Town Cars. The Lincoln Town Car is like the old one. I don't know. The Lincoln website is only showing me SUVs. It's like they stopped selling cars altogether too. Well, yeah, that's what I was looking at too. Um, but as far as it goes, I think like the the uh, cars that I like now. Ever since I bought my Malibu. Like, at first, I was, like, laughing at Brandon because he had a Buick LaCrosse. And I always call it his granny car because it was, like, pearl white on the outside. And on the inside was that, like, light, light brown tan, tan leather. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. like, this is an old woman's car. And then I got my car, and I was like, I really wish it was an old woman's car like Brandon's because it's, like, it's real nice. So these, these are the MKZs. They're pretty cool. Yeah. It might have been like that. Kind of like the neighbors. But I was driving by. What are the other, like, luxury brands of cars? Okay. So luxury brands. Um. I'm going to start from the East Coast, yeah. not the East, the East in general. So there's Lexus, Acura, right? There's Infinity, and then there's, so that's Japan. There's I'm talking about American cars. Luxury American, American cars. cars. Okay, so there's GMC owns Buick, owns Lincoln, Chevy. owns Chevy. Um, I think Lincoln's Ford. Lincoln's Ford, yes. Lincoln, there, Ford, it's yeah, Lincoln Ford, Mercury, and... Um, Mercury's kind of dead. Yeah, Mercury's yeah, was, yeah. yeah. So most of the most, yeah, of, the most of the names them. that aren't Chevy Dodge or like Chevy, yeah, you know yeah. But I mean, yeah. even then, Fiat owns a Dodge now. Land Rover. It wasn't, no, Land Rover is a Toyota. Range Rover, or was it the other way around? Fuck. I thought they were just Jaguar. Like, Jaguar is German now. It's owned by Germans. Jag used to be owned by the Brits. I was just say it was an English car. Uh, and so was uh, Mini. Mini was the Brits, but then they got bought out by BMW. Yeah, because you could have the Union Jack on your car. Mm-hmm. The Union Jack is the name of their flag. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what kind of jack is that? What is the name of our flag? <laughs> huh? Is it Old Glory is the name of the flag or something? I have no idea. I think so. Anyways, but I was driving by one day, and I was like, ooh, that bitch looked clean. And then I was like, looked at the price range. It was like $46,000. I go, yeah, I'm not going to buy that. Forty six isn't bad, but I mean, is that forty six new or used? New. That's not so so well, bad. Maybe but, not yeah. in this economy. I don't know. But um, I was like, I don't know. I was looking at it, and I was like, that's super. It's more than you want to pay right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my car was twenty twenty one or twenty two thousand. I think I got it for twenty. I don't know. I have like eleven eleven thousand left on the car, and I've had it for four years. Mm. But I've also been paying like super low interest, like like one percent interest the whole time I've had the car. What was your what was your financing for 60 months or 72? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. Hey, I needed a car, so I just bought hey, a car. Hey, if you're making your payments, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm making it through my bank. Yeah. So, like, my bank. So, you finance through your bank. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. through the bank. And then because my grandpa was like a, yeah, it's going to make me sound privileged and shit, but, like, my grandpa had, like, an 800 credit score or something. And then he co-signed for me, like, three years out of high school. Well, I've had the car for four years now, so I was 21 when I got the car, so 18, 19, 21. So, yeah, about three years out of high school, mm-hmm. and I had no credit. Like, I didn't have credit until I bought my car. <laughs> that means your credit must be really good now. It was better, but oh, yeah. yeah, I think right now I'm at, like, seven something, or no, six, you're the highest sixes. Is yeah, where it was. you're still good. But, yeah, at one point in time, basically, a lot of things happened at one time, and uh, last year, in August, last August, or a year ago, our AC yeah. went out. Rip. And I had like a 730 as my like credit score. And then we bought it. And because they bought it, it bit a big hit on my credit because it was like 
of 14,000. So it shows I'm 20 something thousand in debt because of my car and the AC unit. And then because of you having that much debt, they're like, oh, well, you're not doing what you're supposed to be, which I've never missed a payment on anything except for my phone bill. But it was like one time they, when I buy the I don't phones, think your phone bill has to do anything with your credit either, does it? Well, it can. Oh, later, later on, it can. Yeah. If you let it, you if you let your bill lapse too long, then they can forward it to your the to whatever institution that reports your credit, mm. and then they'll ding you on it, but not immediately. And so, basically, whenever I tell them, I was like, just make it come out like automatically, because I don't want to have to remember to pay things because yeah. I'll always forget. Like you can ask Travis, he he pays me for the phone bill, and there'll be like two three week or like two or three months where I was like. I don't remember if I asked you for money and he goes, I don't know. So I hand me like 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think I did. So I just give him money. Like the other day, I, yeah, what, two days ago, it was like last night. Yeah. Last night I walked in, ago. I go, I didn't give you money this month here. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And I had another hundred in my hand. I go, what about next? Did I give you one month for last month? He goes, thanks. So I said, okay. <laughs> so I was about to give him another two or another hundred dollars. <laughs> well, see, it's always due on like the 20th. So whenever I got hired at uh, where we're working at now, yeah. So where we uh, where we both met where we we're working, um, we used to get paid every week, yeah. And so or every Friday, and then when we started working here, it's twice a month. And so whenever that happened, it threw everything off for me because, um, I had to like the bill was just due on a day that I bought the phone. So they're like, you buy the phone or when you set up your account, they're like, all right, it's due on this day every month. And you're like, cool, no worries. I never had to worry about sp- picking a specific date. And then once I started working here now, I do, or I did at that point because yeah, when you get paid every two weeks, it like you get a, a bigger sum of money, but you also have to make it last for 17 or 18 days. Cause sometimes like it'll be a 31 month, like on February, Great, because you get paid on the 20th, and then, like, nine days later, you get paid again. On <laughs> August, you get paid on the 20th, and it's 11 days till the end of August, and then another four past that. So it's, like, 15 days or 16 days that you have to worry about. Yep, we get paid on the 5th on the 20th. Yeah, and then if it's not, like, if you, if it's, like, the 4th is on a Friday, or, like, the 3rd is on a Friday, you don't get paid until the 6th or something. Like, usually they don't do it before. Or my my bank, they do it. I don't know if... It's like uh, something I know, like credit unions and stuff. They're able depends. to get it better. Yeah, it depends. But my my like credit union is like a smaller like hometown kind of thing. I think they have like twenty Absolutely. stores, so it's more. They're more, I guess, like on it than like hey, fucking Chase. Your credit union has more stores than mine. Mine has or like physical locations. Mine has one physical location in downtown, mm-hmm. out of the way where I never really go. So I have to make it a point to drive over there <laughs> if I have to do anything there. Well, up until like two or three years ago, they didn't have an Alvin branch, and the closest one was either Santa Fe or Texas City. Yeah. Oh. So it was either I drove 30 minutes that way or 45 minutes that way. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it was, um, I ended up going through them anyways, so I had like zero credit, and then he had like 800, so it was like almost the bottom. Going <laughs> through... Going through the credit union is the best thing you can do because they will offer they will always offer you better rates than national banks. Better rates, regardless. My credit union, no matter what the current national rate is, will always offer it to me at one point nine nine percent APR for a car. Which is pretty low. Is low. The I think great it's for like, when, when uh, rates are like four and five percent. Yeah. Even with a good credit score. Bad for when you can get, uh, what is it, 0.99%? Sure, that's bad because you're paying double. But it's a fixed rate every time. So if it's if you can get a better rate outside, go for it. And if you can't, you know you always have something you can fall back to. It's like whenever we were doing it, I don't remember. It was like 1% or 2% interest that I was getting, that I was like paying, or that I am paying for on the car. I could have refinanced it, but I just, I've never known what that means. Refinancing so means that... Um, oh, they refinance it with my score? Uh, well... They get you the okay, so the interest rate fluctuates um, during the year, every year. All right, and if you decide to refinance, what you do is you pay them a fee to to take over your old loan, pay it off, and then give you a new loan for the remaining balance. You can either add the fee into that loan, or you can pay it up front 
But in return, instead of paying whatever interest rate you were paying before, now you technically have a lower interest rate, which will be a little more expensive because you have to pay the the, the, the fee, fee, the processing fee, but overall will save you a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I bought my house, I ended up with like a five and a quarter percent interest rate. And then when I refinanced, I ended up with a two and a half percent or two and three quarters interest rate. So that was like a three percent drop. Now, three percent drop doesn't uh, doesn't sound like much. But when you're dealing with hundreds like of thousands of dollars, yeah, dollars. That's, yeah. It's yeah. like an extra like forty thousand <laughs> that you save. Yeah. yeah, straight up, you just save that money, and you're like, "Oh, fuck, nice." That's like, damn. Now I could go buy a new car. <laughs> buy a new car that way, or, or you can pay more onto your house. Yeah, or your monthly payments will be lower overall. Yeah. But that's that's what was going on with my car because, like, whenever it happened, the like, I mean, for like five years, I've had a noise on the ass end of my truck that I should be getting looked at, but it's not really going anywhere, so I haven't really worried about it. Well, I think your tire is also flat. Last time I looked at it. Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're dry rotted, so. Uh, I've never seen, up until, like, my truck sitting there, I've never seen 35-inch tires that have been dry rotted, like, up close in person, except <laughs> for, like, on a, like, a, like one of those fucking, like, deuce and a half trucks or something like that. Uh, um, you know, the big old army trucks that have just mm-hmm. been sitting there forever and their tires are all green and shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Like, the truck has a lot of stuff that I have to do with it before I move it, but that's neither here nor there. But um, hey, that's so you can take it to a storage, put it in the back. Yeah, but I'm not gonna pay for it. No, he said grass area, you'll be fine. <laughs> well, he said that it's a lower cost there. Mm. I don't trust Dad on anything because <laughs> he'll charge you and me just as fast as he'll charge somebody else. So Dad's real business minded. He's not as much uh, lenient on his kids. He's a hustler. Yeah, I mean against us, like why? But anyways, <laughs> I, I, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, but um, like all of the, all of the other people, yeah, but um. Yeah, it just worked out. But anyways, like, yeah, my credit was fine. And then they paid for it and the bank made a mistake or something. And they said that they didn't pay for it for 30 days. So I lost 50 points on my credit score. 50 points is a big drop. God dang. I know. So I went from like 730 to like 650 or something like that or somewhere around there. I don't remember. There's a few different things that dinged it. And because they were using my credit for the AC unit, it dinged it down again because they had to pull my credit score. But now I'm coming back up, and I was like, fuck me, that was bad. They were like, no. My mom was like, no, it should be fixed. And I was like, no. I who the fuck do you call? <laughs> do I call the government and be like, you fucked up? Fix, Fix this. this. I said, oh, sorry about that. We're not fixing this. <laughs> like, no. You know what? 50, 50 less points, just because. And now you're down 200. <laughs> Say uh, something else. <laughs> Say something else. You got a 135 <laughs> credit score. No, please. <laughs> you can't even Your buy dog McDonald's. Has more than you. <laughs> Can't even get a loan to buy McDonald's. <laughs> your mama doesn't even trust that you're going to pay shit. I'll be like, mama, I got you next time. Be like, you motherfucker got 135. You ain't about to do nothing. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was, a, <clears throat> it was a weird ride, that one. I saw the car, and then I drove it for eight hours. And then the guy goes, are you going to bring it back? And I go, yeah. And then I bought That's it. That's the weird to run. <laughs> I did. I had to pick somebody up from work. Went and took it to our old job, and I was like, hey, what do you think about this car? Because there's this one lady that used to work there, and uh, she was uh, she was, she was was Kalisha's friend. <laughs> but uh, You didn't even bring it by the shop. No. I don't think I was talking to y'all then. Or not y'all, but like dad then, oh. so I didn't really come. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it worked out weird. That's what I keep telling people. I was like, just take my car from me. I'll buy a $300 car and just drive it to work. <laughs> at this point but then i just realized that like after i got into my car i was like i want a luxury car that it doesn't make it f- like you don't feel shit whenever you go over a bump it's like it's like oh look nice like that good suspension and then you want to look uh what is it a luxury suv not even an suv just like a boat of a car a boat of a car because like they you don't feel them when they go on turns just like <laughs> it leans into the turn and everything yeah just oh, like everything yeah. goes nice with it that's what i was talking to somebody i go man i uh I've been driving. You know, I'll drive a blue, uh, a blue sound Dodge. warning. Jackson's gonna bark. That was actually Atlas. Oh, that was Atlas. That was Atlas bark. Oh, I'll just cut it out. <laughs> no worries. But uh, we were. Hey, I was. You made too much noise. You look clean. You look like you took a shower today. <laughs> or a bath. <laughs> Did it take you thirty minutes to hold your breath? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's get through this one real quick, and then we'll, we'll invite Brandon on. We, uh, um, I, I was telling a customer, I go, yeah, it'd be kind of nice to have a car that's not like my truck. Well, I mean, it's 2002. It's good, you know, I got a lot of stuff I need to repair on it now. Uh, but I was like, man, I have to worry about this, and it's lifted, so it wears out easier and all this stuff. And I ended up buying an old 56 truck, and I was like, so that went completely bone. opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> but, but it's a cool truck, though, but... But yeah, it is a very cool truck. Your fifty six. The, the thing that I love about my car is that I open the door and then I sit down and I go, and it turns on every time. All every of my time. Do that. <laughs> my Dodge, it would do that, but the Honda. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. I spent four months hoping that it would turn on every day. Oh. It had a power. I do that sometimes. Yeah, I'd be. I went to work before he did, and I had to be like, "Well, I'm late today. I gotta jump him." Yeah, and if I haven't jumped the car and stuff with that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A, it was a rough one. Even in my my Honda, or not my Honda, my Malibu, there was like a month or two period where the battery would just keep dying, but it would die at random times, where it was like, if you went three days without driving it, it would die. The battery is bad, though. Yeah. Bought a new <laughs> battery, and was fine. I think I need to change my battery on my car, mm-hmm. because it, it starts very slow. Did oh, I tell yeah, you all the story about how he called me to pick him up from work? Yeah, I was, uh, I was doing something, I called you, and you ever had hamburgers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I was like, oh, I'm no, hungry. I have told this on the podcast. We have. I don't yeah. know if yeah, I don't yeah, know if you told on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the story about me having to pick up David for work. Did you work? Yeah. It was something that made noise over here. It sounded like there's a, something in the walls. It sounded like something on the roof. Is it a ghost? Ooh. Is it the bats back again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we told this story. But anyways, yeah, it's like I just liked it where I didn't have to worry about like I don't have to worry about waking up and making sure that it turns on. It just turns on and it's great. That's what I like about the car. And the AC works. That Honda though, it was the first introduction I had to AC. So I had the truck for like five years and then I got the Honda. And I always just drove quick. And then um Yeah, AC when you took my truck to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, for like a day or two. Yeah, but I'm saying you that had was it. Go ahead, AC. It's not AC. Yeah. But uh and then that's when Travis broke my truck and I broke his truck. He broke mine. Broke his. his okay, so the way I broke his is this, there's a spring that goes in your door jam that helps, you know, the door. That not just hold the door, hold the door open. open. Yeah. Well, I shut the door and it shot out. Like, what the heck? It scared me and all this, whatever. No. And the door is shot out when I opened the door. Oh, it shot when he opened it. Yeah, okay. So the same um, thing happened to where, like, it didn't break until we got back to our own trucks. Yeah, so he <laughs> gave me my truck back. And my speaker, my, my right speaker is bad. It, it just started, it just started tearing, which I abuse the crap out of them because I mean that's what I, I what we want to make sure everything works good. And so I'm always abusing them. And I said, well, these don't work for us, so we're not selling them anymore. But uh, as soon as I got my truck back, like say it was like I don't remember if you, it was, I was already home, right? The yeah. next day I drove. You were in high school. So. Yeah, I think it was a Friday. Because I drove, I was at the shop. As soon as I it was pulled like in the Thursday, shop, Friday, and a Saturday, or something like that. Yeah, when I drove back to the shop, the first I pulled in, and my um, my belt broke as soon as I pulled into the shop. And I was like, "You broke my belt. You tore my speaker. <laughs> you messed my speakers up." Then I got into my truck the next day, and I went and closed the door. And when I did, it went wham, and I was like, "What the hell?" And the door didn't close. And then I pushed the door open, and then a fucking spring, like two inches long, just fell out of the door. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" And then, yeah, that was basically our little uh, little conversation. That was before I got the exhaust on my truck, and Tyler had his exhaust. Like, man, I like the way his exhaust sounds. Yeah, one time he just sent me a message that says that exhaust, though. That's when I was driving your truck. Yeah. Yeah. He was going then, to, I think you were going to school. Yeah, I was going to school. Yeah, yeah, so he was driving my truck to school, and I was just listening to the exhaust going. Yeah, because you were in Dallas with, my, with George in my truck. Yeah. And then... um. I got in after after school. I walked into the truck. And, God, it's hot in here. And I was like, my truck is never this hot. But I forgot he had purple tint. It wasn't. It was bad. And mine was just redone tint, so it was like not hot at all in my truck after oh, school. Yeah. You you brag about your AC like it was the coldest thing ever. It was like lukewarm at best. Uh, that AC gets cold. It don't blow hard, but it gets cold. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that cold whenever we were driving it up there. You, you it got better. <laughs> But, yeah, in my truck, it's never had AC. There was a point in time when it had, like, really good heater. Like, the heater would, like, you would turn it on. It was just, like, fucking, like, flames were coming out at you. Like, to the point to where I would leave it on for a while, and it was, like, 20 degrees outside. And I would roll the both windows down, went doo doo and back up. And it would be the perfect temperature for, like, 20 minutes <laughs> because it was so hot in there. Um, I don't know. I missed that truck. It was a lot of fun driving it, but 
I don't miss, like I said, like the heat. Because even like back when gas was like four and a half dollars a gallon, it was like I got nine miles to the gallon on like a two twenty five gallon tank. So it would have been like two days of driving to work and back and I'd have to spend seventy dollars. I sent oh. Jose a picture. Um, let me see if I can find it. It yeah. was the gas mileage I was getting when I was I left the shop. Him and I were at the gas station. And we left, and I sent him a picture of the because my truck tells you it tells me the mileage, and um, how much miles left. So that and the the um, what do you call it the, the mileage I have everything left, and I sent it to him, and it says I was getting four miles per gallon. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> God, I mean it got better, but I mean it went up to eight or, or like nine or ten. Well, I was like, man, I'm getting four right now. I remember, um, what was it during? one of the hurricanes that we were having and people were trying to evacuate to the point where the uh, highways were just jammed back. And because it was jam packed, nobody was moving and everybody was sitting in the car idling until all the engines died. Oh, I'm like, yep, that's a zero MPG right there. Mm. Nope. I gotta be moving. I can't sit in one spot. I had angsty waiting at the red light. I'm like, is it green yet? Is it green yet? Is it green yet? Drop it in the first gear. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Drop a gear and disappear. Uh, I peel out. Just a little bit. And then traction control kicks in and I'm gone. I've done yeah. that many. I've left the house. And it says zero miles left until empty. And I, I, my, I, I work like 15 miles, I think, at the most from the house to work. And I'm like, hmm, I think I can get there. I'm like, it says zero miles left on the truck. Oh, yeah. No, I've done that in my car. I've gone like an extra, what, 20 or 30 miles? That's what I think Dad said on mine. Is like after it says zero, you still got like 20, 30 miles left. Somewhere. It also depends on the car because on my wife's Fiat, when it says zero, it dies. <laughs> yeah, like one time, it just, it, when it drops below 40, it no longer tells you. And I was counting the miles. I'm like, I should be almost there. I pull into the gas station, and as I was making the right turn onto the driveway, all of a sudden, all the power cut off. All, like the radio was still running because the battery was yeah, there, the there, but like power steering died, no response on the uh, gas throttle. Um, I had to pump the brakes to get it to stop. Jeez. <laughs> I like, I was glad that there was no cars. Well, there was an empty spot for my car to just roll just into. Roll in there, yeah. Cause it was, yeah. Cause it had to roll up the drive, uh, the, the incline and then roll to the station. And oh my God, I'm just like, good thing it's a tiny car. There's no power steering. <laughs> Got there and I'm like, pump, 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 pump. Okay, stop. Good. The Honda didn't have power steering. It was just whenever you're moving, it's yeah, easier to it's turn. it's easier, but like Gina's daughter, or Tia, her car does have power steering. And like she were trying to turn it and I was like, she wasn't going. Anywhere. I was like, cool. I, I know when you're driving, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time, uh, there was an, uh, the Ford LTD, which is kind of like the Lincoln. A Continental, it's just one of those big-ass boat it's cars. My, my great-grandma, she had one of those, and it was in a field, and we had to pull it out of the field. And so they were, like, hooking it up and pulling it, and I was the one that was uh, charged with the task to turn the wheels. And it was sitting in there. It was, like, a 70-year-old car, <laughs> or maybe it was a 40- or 50-year-old car at this point in time. It weighed probably three tons. And then the uh, steering wheel in it was old leather. So whenever you grabbed it, it was like melting because it was during the summer. And then when I would grab it, it I would gooey. I would turn it and it was like it was like melting onto my hands and it just like burned blisters into my hands. Yeah. There's somewhere mm. like that. Yeah. And it Big was like car. stuck and I was just like, like turning it while it had just been like dug into the ground for like three years sitting oh, into a field. And tires like, oh. all sinking in. I was like ripped my hands apart because of that. I was like, this shit is awful. Mm-mm. No, is um so is power steering similar to like I guess, uh, what is it? Uh, hydraulic steering is power steering, but based on hydraulics, right? Yeah, in which case hydraulic fluid. In like which case pumps. it's uh, it's still hard to turn when you're not moving fast, but it's super easy to turn when you're moving faster. Is that what it, that is? I'm not sure. I think that's what the Honda had. Yeah, I think it's like. Not exactly a power steering, but it helps. It, like, yeah. it helps it a little bit more, make it a little yeah, easier. Because yeah. I, re- I remember, and a lot of like sporty car drivers still prefer to find old cars that are 
hydraulic and not uh and not uh, drive by wire mm. because drive by drive by wire is basically electronic steering full on power electronic steering um so it's not assisted it's just straight up you turn the computer and the computer turns the wheels mm. yeah ah the things the things that cars now have, right? They all fancy. We we take them for granted. <laughs> AC, power windows, power steering. What do you think you are going to take for granted? Or, like, I guess the next generation is going to take for granted. Because, I mean, AC. everyone already takes driving an automatic it, for granted. It's going to be a, um, the, what the self-driver. <laughs> the self, like, um, the self-driving. Yeah, the self-driving. The autopilot thing. Autopilot. I think they're going to take not having to stop at a gas pump for granted. And then they're also going to realize that not stopping at a gas pump whenever you're going on a field trip is like so much easier than just your car is, running though. out of gas or running out of energy. It's we pull in park parking uh, park Bucky's parking lot. We go inside, fill up, eat a bunch of snacks, and you leave. Yeah, I saw the I saw the shit in their bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a Tesla yesterday pull up to Bucky's. I was like, "What are you doing here?" Snack time. Somebody I saw a TikTok while back. He said, "I bought a Tesla just so I could stop smoking." <laughs> because they wanted to uh, not pull in the gas stations. So they had no reason to pull in the gas stations, so they didn't buy cigarettes anymore. Mm. Ah, so interesting. Very expensive way to stop smoking. It is, it is. But, I mean, you get to reap the benefits of it, I guess. Or just don't, or just get a credit card and pay at the pump and leave. You know what, in other <laughs> countries, um, what they do for their electric cars, um, not necessarily the cars, but uh, in a, in Eastern countries, they are very big on scooters and mopeds and motorcycles. There are electric scooters now where you drive up to the station where you would normally plug in the charge. But instead of plugging in the charge, you pull out the entire battery stack of the scooter. You plug in the battery stack and you swap it for another battery. And you just drop it in your scooter and go. Man, that's, I don't know. I mean, that's cool, but at the same time, your battery good. You have like a fault out to a bad battery, yeah. No, so that's that's the thing. It's it's um so it's I think they also pay for the battery subscription. Is it like a and a if rental like scooter place? So you, would, you own the scooter. You own the scooter, but the batteries you swap out like a battery subscription. And basically whenever your battery runs out, and you can still charge it at home like normal. Oh, okay. Right? But whenever your battery runs out while you're on the move, you can just drew up by a station. Drop off the battery, pick up a new battery, and the the station's a smart station, so they know if the battery is going bad, they'll they'll lock it off so that nobody else can use it. And they'll have the company come by and swap it out, right? Because you're already paying into the battery subscription, so that takes out the the whole you have to wait for it to charge thing, and they just keep going yeah. with their day. Yeah, but you can't do that realistically for like you can't cars. really do it for cars. Yeah, yeah like it the, would have to be change your whole your drop the whole cab. <laughs> well, goes fucking changing the. <laughs> Well, for a whole car, if they decided to do it, what they'd end up having to do is you'd have to go through like kind of like a drive-through car wash, but it's not washing your car. Obviously, I think it, it would, would take just more time to do. Yeah, that than it, it would just, just pump a gallon of gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would, it's still faster than charging the car, but it would still take more time than pumping the gas. Yes, you're well, right. I don't know. The supercharges are like an hour. Do you think you can? You can have it swapped out in like ten minutes on a car. If they build the car accordingly, like you know how all the oh, cars so we're talking okay. about like, theoretical like, shit, yeah. not like, yeah, not like you know how Tesla how, has their battery underneath right now. Yeah, so what you do is you drive over the, the thing, and then the machine would just line up the bolts, unscrew the bolts, drop the entire battery while you're sitting in it, push it aside, pull the new battery in, and push it up and bolt it in. Well, see, I think the hard thing about that one too is that there's it's a series of things that plug into the batteries. I don't think it's just a single thing that plugs into Unless the Unless they make it like like so, I, I well, did. But if they make it like a universal jack, like how you have your. So you're trying to like uh, you're uh, trying to the, like Jeep electric cars. So like Jeep is where you can like it's five bolts and the whole cab comes off and it's like everything's just fucking yeah like mass produced. Well, like, like even did in the, I didn't I worked on a Mercedes S yesterday. I was like thirteen and I took I had to change the mirrors out. And the there's the covers for it. You pop them, they snap off. But when you snap them off, there's a plug. Like you know, most mirrors you take off, you have to take a plug and unplug it. No, this one it doesn't like lock. When it snaps, that's when it locks. So I was able to take the mirror off without having to unclip the pow- the blinker oh, wire. That's cool. And I was able to push it back on. Yeah. And not have to worry about any connection. And that's they, is that basically what you're saying? Just drop and plug it. And it yeah. Just slide in, have its groove, just slide in. It's just like putting a new battery in your power tool. That's it. Just grooves it. Like, 
Yep. What about your tires? Are your tires are your tires under the battery or above the battery? The batteries. My understanding is the battery would be between the two axles. So, like, uh, so the tires yeah. would just stay on the floor, and all the machinery works under you. I say that in Tesla, those are just motors. You got your mo- your your power your batteries underneath it. Those yeah. are just motors running off those batteries. Somebody copyright us, <laughs> <laughs> so that we can make some money off this. You clip that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm smart enough to do anything like that. No, I'm pretty see, sure they already. I think the hard thing is I don't know how smart I am, so I don't know if I'm <laughs> smart enough to do certain things. So I know um, with in some cities, you know how there's mass transit uh, that's more popular in like buses. Yeah, buses and stuff. Um, in some cities, when they come to a stoplight, there's already wireless charging built into the asphalt right there at the stoplight and so whenever the batter, the buses come and stop there to pick up the next customers or the drop-off people right they're charging a little bit while they're there anyways while they're waiting that's cool but i don't how long does it take to usually get on and off a bus like when you're picking people up like, that's the minutes. thing two minutes but the but when you're making stops everywhere because of those dang lights Right, and you charge a little bit. Oh, you're saying they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. you're not just stopping just, there for a while. You meant just like stop at the bus stop. So no, the entire road system is a charger. No, just just the just the spots where you have to stop, like a red light or a stop sign. Yeah, it's but trickle charging. Well, I it's understand not, that, but it's like it's not. What made, if your bus is thirty cars behind where the red light is? Well, I mean, by do you think that the the red light would let all thirty in or pass before another red light? Have you been, have you ever driven in Houston? <laughs> you know how many people stop at a stoplight at a time? It really depends is on the light. Just like two or three people, right? Yeah, it's not then, like there's only four people per light. It's like you're in fucking. You stop at a red light that's by a feeder road or something like that, and here. then it's you. You've got eighteen cars, twenty yeah. cars that no, are just piled up. Absolutely. So then it's just strategically played. I'm only just in saying for, because then well, you would no. have to have that whole runway. Well, I'm talking for like, like city areas, not. Feeder roads because okay, it wouldn't so make sense. So in city areas, yeah, so I, would, I would think they would do like at bus stops. Have you ever driven in the medical center? <laughs> <laughs> you know how many cars are in the medical center that red lights. But um, it would be we it both, would provide trickle charging. So medical center, yeah, it would provide trickle charging. So it wouldn't be like a full charge. It would just help extend the bus before it has to go back and charge. Mm. Right? Maybe if there's 17 people that live in that town. Because <laughs> then you'd have to make an entire road a charger for it to even make sense. Yeah. Because yeah, but it, one being a trickle charger, trickle charge slow, charge slow. Like yeah. Like so the like fact you pull up to, to it, yeah, battery. You pull up to it and it's trickle charging. By the time you're stopping, lights gonna turn green. You're gonna go again. You've already used that. that you, yeah, you already used that power that you tricked to just to go that. forward. And then I don't think. Uh, Electric cars aren't prevalent enough. I don't understand why they don't put like an alternator charge and stuff out. I don't know why electric cars still don't use alternators. It, all it does is put power out, so it spins and puts power out, so you it can use that to charge. Gas, it. It's just it's a more because uh, yeah, the alternator is based off of um of an spin. actual ga- yeah, uh, gas spin. engine. In which case, if you put a gas engine in that, then there's no longer electric. It's you don't a hybrid. Have, you don't have to have oh, the, the, uh, you don't have what what turns it on an alternator spins because their belt or is making it spin. And what is the belt connected to? An engine, yes. Attach it to the fucking AC. It doesn't doesn't matter what you hook it up to. I can hook the alternator up to the axle while the axle's spinning. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. It's called regenerative braking. Well, yeah, but if you have an alternator that's always running, then you you don't have have an alternator that spins. So it's going to spin and charge the battery while you're driving. So the thing is. um, I I know they do it on summer cars. I know you said the hybrid, but. It, it just because you can, I can put an alternator outside on a windmill and power our house. So they, they it's do, not do on that. A motor. It's just, it's not as efficient. So the amount of energy yeah, that would you be put more into, tr- efficient than a trickle charger at a red light. It would oh, be, very, they, they, <laughs> but they do do that already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It would be, they do do the alternators already. Yeah. Oh, with the regenerative power. But, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. But I don't mean just breaking because yes, you break, but so um, here, here's the thing. If you put energy in to spin the wheel, right, and you're not drawing energy from the wheel, then you're getting the wheel spin at 100%. But if you put in energy, you're trying to collect energy back from the wheel spin, then the one, the wheel spin, instead of being 100% speed, you lose 50% of it just trying to put back the energy. So instead of getting 100% out of full throttle, you're only really getting 50% because the engine... 
the car is trying to put energy back into the battery. Do you realistically think that the drop-off between a little bit of a spin to power an alternator is enough for it to offset its use? The more efficient... Because if it even has one click more, then it's more efficient than not. Well, the more efficient the alternator, the more resistance it's going to give on the spin. So if it's less efficient, meaning your wheel is more... is free to spin is more free spinning than the less energy return you get see i also think if your wheels are spinning and say you know how when you're driving in a regular vehicle or like a manual and then you you hit 100 miles an hour and you just hold the clutch down and take your foot off and it just rolls yeah that's free power yeah so when you use the the regenerative brake system whenever you take your foot off the gas the car automatically starts to stop Therefore, creating more of a drag than using a little bit of the power to go forward and creating the spin. Because even on the Ford, the Mustang, the new Ford Mustangs or the E, when you let off the same thing on the Tesla, you let off the gas, you automatically, I mean, it stops hard. It's not like it's a, yeah. oh, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's literally and you have and the option. Switch. You have the option to adjust how much regenerative braking you get on the cars. You can have a lot, like the maximum regenerative braking, the minimum regenerative braking, and zero regenerative braking. If you drive a manual and you hit the clutch in to just disengage the the engine completely, right, at 100 miles an hour, supposing you go 100 feet before it stops, and this is, it, this would be a bad car, obviously, if it stops Which at 100 feet. Breaking. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's breaking. Let's, let's, let's change this number real fast, okay? So, uh, let's say you go a thousand feet, right? hundred miles an hour, thousand feet without hitting the brakes, without hit, adding more gas, right? Before it stops versus regenerative braking where it stops in 200 feet. Sorry. No, if regenerative braking stops the car in 400 feet and braking, actual braking stops it within 200 feet, right? Then what you're looking for is somewhere between that 400 feet and a thousand feet is is the range of the braking where you're wanting the alternator to bring back energy without actually slowing the car down more, but you're not still, you're still not going to end up with a thousand feet because that alternator is drawing power from that thousand feet. So the more efficient that alternator is, the closer to that 400 foot line you are for regenerative braking, the less efficient your alternator is, the closer to the thousand foot where if there's no alternator regenerative alternator then you'd end up at the thousand you still lose somewhere using that alternator so the question then becomes how efficient do you want that alternator because if you make that alternator more efficient then your coasting distance is shorter okay so then let's think about it this way when you're driving and say for instance you're going on a long road trip and you have a three thousand miles where you don't have to brake then you regenerate no power so whenever you're driving and you use an alternator that uses a little bit of the wheel spin to catch up, you're still pulling in a little bit of power to continue the going for it. No, also the generator. No, also the uh, alternator is it's going to free spin. It doesn't. It doesn't really. So take. when you're when you're driving, you don't drive at 100 percent all the time. Well, I'm just right? saying, if you're driving down a road that you have no reason to stop at, true, like, like when you're true. driving in the fucking desert for 300 miles and there's so, no sl- stoplights or brakes. So here's the thing: if you are driving and your throttle position is at 60 percent, right, to go that thousand miles, when you have the alternator on, instead of going 60 percent on the throttle, you'd have to go 65 or 70 to get that to maintain that same speed because you have the alternator dragging on your. Yeah, but uh, is that 5% throttle. such a detrimental thing that it w- doesn't make it worth it at all? The laws of thermodynamics means that you will never get more energy out than what you put in. You well, will I'm not saying, lose. but you'll get more energy out of using something that can pull energy while you're still, if you're still pushing energy and you push a little bit 5% more, that's helping to put energy back in the car. It's still doing But you're like, not gaining 5% worth of energy. You're still not gaining anything if you don't hit the brakes. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if you spend 5%... If you, if you use the brakes as regenerative power... It's doing the same concept where if you're going forward, then there's no thing coming out of it. But if you're still going forward and pulling a little bit of energy, a trickle charger is the same concept. If you're driving with a trickle charger on, it's just going to take a little bit of power or it's going to take a lot of power, but give you a little bit of power. But where is it drawing that energy from? Trickle, uh, the trickle charger. Just kinetic energy, man. 
<laughs> the shit that the wheels are spinning, throw a little thing on there that literally does like a percentage of something that can help you get three or four more miles. Honestly, an alternator spins really easy. Yeah, they're it not. Has, very yes, but the thing is, the alternator spins really easy, but how much of that ease is actually, are you actually getting back in a, in power? Have you seen, um, have you seen those, uh, those hand crank flashlights? Yeah. How much do you have to crank to get light? Well, the thing about that well, is that it's doesn't so have a small. backup battery. Yeah. That is just spinning, and it's getting contact, and it's true. That's true. But that I've also seen those. Into- but I've also seen those where they are connected to the battery, so that you can crank them, and it'll store energy in that battery until you turn it on. Yeah. So you can only you can only use as much as you have stored. So that alternator bringing in. I mean, I can like my my truck has three batteries, and I have a giant alternator to charge it. Right. I have my key forward. I can. If you do the math on batteries, they uh 2,400 watts. I have two 2,400 watt batteries and a 2,000 watt battery in the truck. I don't remember the, exactly the math. I, I don't remember at the top of my head what the so math it, is, but I should right now. I should be having say uh, with all this battery, I should have uh three hours of play in my truck with my key off without running without anything any lights are dimming. Well, I might have lights dimming, but with my music not cutting out anything like that. Okay, so. Are the batteries in your truck ran in series or in loops? They're they're all connected, positive, positive, like it's positive to positive. Yeah, to and negative. Positive. So yeah. you're you're parallel. Well, so you're running the batteries in parallel. Yeah, which means the amp hour of the batteries are added. Yeah, they're added on together. Okay, so then that's like connecting two power banks to your cell phone. It, one ten thousand, one ten thousand. Then you have twenty thousand milliamp hour worth of power going mm-hmm. to your cell phone right but the question still remains is the alternator putting back enough charge to to warrant you putting out the extra five percent on your throttle with the alternator and i mean everything i have my my, full, my system has full blast that i can go and driving i don't have any voltage drop everything stays the same everything is right is this point is even though i'm pulling all the power i'm pushing 7,000 watts or right now I'm pushing probably closer to three, about four or 5,000 watts of just system pulling. That's not including my AC, not including all the computers, everything that, everything that's drag, you know, pulling down. I still have no zero, zero voltage drop in my truck. So it, it's, and it being, a, it's also a hairpin alternator. So it pushes out the power. Now like no matter let's, what, let's change this up real fast. Um, Let's make it in a different. Okay, let's say I think David you just are arguing. David, David is uh, in the Iron Age, and we're still in the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> let's say you're running a marathon. I'm not running a marathon. Okay, but suppose <laughs> okay, okay, you okay, have okay. to run different a marathon. Analogy, please. <laughs> all right, you're running a marathon. All your energy is focused on running, right? But now, if somebody hands you here's a hand crank, you have to crank with your leg, right? It's a pulley. The hand crank is, or the the motor, you're Going holding with leg, your yeah, hand, you right? But yeah. it, the pulley is connected to your leg. How much more resistance do you have to push now to get out that? To well, get, that's the same that you see if you're on that bike. Yeah, you start, on, you the, the, on the cycle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're increasing the resistance, right, so that you can put more energy back into the battery. But that battery, but you are getting more physically tired. What if you use it as wind power? Like See, you have an alternator I'm okay that's with just wind poking power. out the side of the car because there's no resistance. I don't. I don't know. I well, feel then like now you're adding wind resistance to bring it down. True. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: I, I have less issue with wind power than I have with the alternator on your wheel thing. I don't think so because like wind. It. See, the other wind thing is too, freaking strong. True, the wind is strong. So any but type even of pulling, if you're not you're moving, rotating. you're already rotating. Why not charge the alternator as well? And charging so your battery thing. while you're driving. Are you saying that the main... So, I don't I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. What if you just turned into it like a fucking series of gears? Like, you put it in go, and then it was like the alternator sitting here, and then based off of the little turn, it's just got a little thing that goes around there and spins it at the same time. I don't feel like it's enough of a resistance to fuck it up. But is it enough of a resistance to make a difference? You have to figure that part out. So but I don't think that it's more detrimental. More you have to, whenever you're using wind, it takes so much more to move. It's the same concept where the resistance that the car is pushing 
can that's, create more energy coming back than just wind could. It's like when they put parachutes on the back of a freaking drag car. Goes, yeah, all they're doing is. Yes, I agree. The resistance from the wind will give you less energy overall, but the wind is not necessarily detracting from the energy that you're outputting. Yes, it is. Plus, it's it's drag on you continuously. But you can design the car, the aerodynamics of the car, though. To be a, a net to where nothing... No, it's like... Imagine it this way. Windmills make energy because they just stand there and they get power from the wind. Right? So even if the car is not moving, if there's wind blowing, those turbines are spinning on your car, still building energy for you. Versus when your alternator is attached to your wheel, if your wheel is not spinning, you're not making any energy at all. But in order for the wheel to spin you have to put in energy to get the wheel to spin. So the only reason why your alternator would actually make you net energy, right, is if you're going downhill and nothing but downhill. Okay, so but then while your brakes are stopping you... Well, the brakes only stop <laughs> you... Look, I'm, they, not, I'm not saying that we're taking regenerative braking away. I'm just saying, what if we threw in an alternator? Okay, if you <laughs> stop and there's no wind, you're not, you're not charging anything either. But there's True. natural wind. I'm like saying, just I understand. I, I agree. Wind. There's no wind in general. If there's no wind in general, right? If the world was a windless world, then yes, I would equate them to be close to the same. Right? But Mother Nature is here, and we got to deal with her. Yeah, but some days it was not windy at all. I mean, yes, there is. A, I mean, like you said, if you're miling at a red, a red light, and I'm like, all right, cool, I got my wind. There's wind. <laughs> Where's this wind at? My, my car is dying and there's no wind. Some, I, I'm between something where there's no wind or something. I don't know. I get, you know I'm in the middle but of the street. Then, park next if, to you me. Don't, if you don't drive for 15 days and there was a storm going through, you get all that energy back. I mean, if your car got hit by lightning, it would charge it too. <laughs> Power. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Thor? How many gigawatts? Have you ever seen <laughs> Thor and Iron Man fight? <laughs> he hits him with a lightning bolt and they get better. Oh, what do you guys think? <laughs> oh, yeah, let's use this. Shoot us an email. Let, let us know what you guys think. I'm just saying. Why, why doesn't um, car uh, electric cars have a reserve tank, a reserve battery like um, car bikes do? You can, like, flip a switch and have two batteries stacked on like top of Like the old Chevys do? I think they or do. not the old Chevys, the old Fords. I think they do have reserves. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Batteries. Oh, yeah, battery. battery. So the big... Biggest See, difference I think the thing with, with powered or like electric powered cars and gas cars is gas cars are fucking workhorses and electric cars are like little pussies. Well, even if you have nah, like maybe even not like, little pussies, the, uh, like but the vape batteries, those you can stack them and build them, and they are very lithium. They're powerful, so and not have it be very big. The current uh, a big batch of the current Teslas and most of all the old Teslas run on 18650 batteries which are basically the same batteries that they use for vapes yeah the 18 yeah um they are switching as uh, my understanding is that they Tesla has a contract with Panasonic to switch to 21700 batteries which are bigger batteries they hold a lot more charge and Panasonic is basically like the leader in making those batteries right now which is good because, I mean, with any lithium-ion batteries, you want them to be good. Um, yeah. so I'm looking that too much for my truck. Well, of course, I'm going to be still running the, the engine, but the, power-wise. The, the biggest issue with batteries versus gas right now for me is that your car, a gasoline car, as you drive it, will get lighter because there's less fuel in your tank versus a electric car which will remain the same weight regardless yeah, no of how much power yeah. you use out of the the battery um great for cons uh, for remaining consistent in weight and uh and all that but if you're if you're driving it, the gas car only gets more fuel efficient as it gets emptier because mm -hmm. there's less weight right and if you let all the oil out too <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't even use oil when i drive <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is the first like actual like debate that we've had on our podcast. Oh, we've had the other debates before. You remember the very first episode was what would what is uh what is it one HP of damage? Well, that wasn't much of a debate. This is more like yeah. Uh, okay. Like if you get shocked, but like say for instance you're walking and then you get shocked by a door, like you know how many like is that a health point of damage? Mm. I mean, there's no lasting effect. Are you talking about like me? Like if I touch yeah. Graham, like static no, shock. Only, that's, a, that's more like a um, 
That's you taking a ping on your temporary hit points. Yeah, yeah. but the, what I'm thinking is like it, it doesn't have any lingering effects. That, that's like a regenerate, like uh, like he's like, oh, okay. I was like a stagger. It's a bump yeah. in the night. Or, or yeah, or like like say you get uh, like stunned in a uh, like with the flashbang in a modern I warfare. feel like a flashbang ah, and okay. a, a flashbang will do way more than one point of damage. It's supposed to pop your eardrums and it blinds you. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you get like one little static, like, then that could be one HP. Because if you get if you get cut and then you start bleeding, that's bleeding damage. You're actively dying when you get cut. It's not. What was that? I mean, well, it's I guess uh, it's like an alternator in an electric car. If you get cut, you're not bleeding out faster than you're creating uh, <laughs> more health. So you might be okay. <laughs> uh, I mean. At that point, you got to figure out, are you taking damage faster than you can regenerate, right? What is, like, having diarrhea? Is that an attack on your health? I feel like diarrhea is a status effect. effect. (laughs) Well, in Bigum's case, it's an AOE because his family family got it. (laughs) I told Bigum, it's your mom's cooking. (laughs) He sent me a picture of, yeah, our, so our little brother Bigum, he's been on the podcast a few times. He hasn't been, uh, he's been going to school and stuff, but he hasn't been getting online and stuff because he's had the shits and he's been vomiting and stuff. And so he was like, oh, I feel so sick. Oh. And I was like, you can't sit in your chair and play video games with us for like three hours. I mean, he go to school. I'm pretty sure he doesn't go to the bathroom every 15 minutes at school. Yeah. Maybe it's, well, his first, I don't know. Maybe it's the first time in his entire life he's had the shits. You got mm. the spins. It's where it comes out of both ends, and you have to keep spinning to keep it in there. Because <laughs> he said he was, like, shitting, and then he threw up in the sink, so he wasn't prepared yeah. oh. to throw up. <laughs> well, I thought this might be a little bit shorter, but I, don't, I think it's a pretty decent place for us to stop because, I mean, we've had a whole debate. We did. It wasn't a bad debate. Uh-uh. David always thinks he's right, though, unless he's buying containers, and I beat him down <laughs> enough. <laughs> David has a container problem. Tell he's everyone. Got containers for his containers. Look at that. You see that? He was talking about how he didn't like he didn't like my cardboard box because it's too messy. And I go, well, it cost me zero dollars because it came with it. (laughs) And he was trying to get me to go half and half on a hundred dollar toolbox to put it in. I said, that's an eighth of the cost of this bitch. I'm not about to spend that. And he goes, well, we have to make it travel places. I said, it's been to your house twice. It's been a year and a half or more than two years in my house by itself, just not moving. And I'm not going to put it in a big-ass box to walk it to the back shed. (laughs) (laughs) It's also been to Austin before. Did anything come out of that? No. Oh. I was during my sad period. It was like before we even started. I had had somebody who I looked up to in the video game world do some bad stuff. And they were like my lifeline at one point. And I was like, Mm. lifeline! (laughs) Lifeline! Anyways, all right, guys. This has been the Accidental Crew Podcast with Travis. Hey, yo. It's me. David, David. the container man. <laughs> man, one, then, of, one of our customers, real quick, uh, he made his hamburgers. And um, I got anyway, he um, was bringing his car up. I went getting his number. And he put on there, I put on his name, uh, Curtis. And in parentheses, I put best hamburgers. And his last name's Cook. <laughs> it was pretty funny, though. At least I think it is. Curtis, best hamburgers cook. And then Dad calls him didn't because he didn't cook his hamburgers one day. <laughs> Curtis didn't cook. That's funny. <laughs> that was funnier though. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and then we had little little pops of Brandon in this one too. So. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> All right, so we love y'all. Be safe, be kind. Alternators on electric cars doesn't sound out as landish as David made it seem. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they have them installed. I just think it makes sense. I mean, you have an AC that you have an AC unit that's pulling power that's using pulleys to use because oh, it doesn't. Teslas just, aren't on pulleys. What do they use? This is an actual compressor, <laughs> like like a <laughs> like a compressor. Oh, that's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, while I was yeah, I was researching it <laughs> because I was gonna make that to a point. I typed in. Oh well, we're not done yet. <laughs> and but no, they're like regular air compressor type generators, which cause cost more power to p- turn on a compressor. Unless it just stays on. Well, Tesla's actually never really shut off. Yeah. They're always connected. They they come with uh, cell phone connections. Because, like I said that to George, he goes, no, my Tesla's on right now. <laughs> so, what? Oh, snap. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I left the key on before, but...
Man, we had a guy that come to the shop. He had a um, uh, hybrid. And he goes, yeah, I actually left my car on. I didn't know it was on. <laughs> that's why you need a V8. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Anyways. Why, that's why the Tesla's not bad, because it'll just turn off. Yeah. Well, well they're, they're like a sleep mode. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyways, like I said, we love you. Be safe. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Look both ways before you cross the road. Don't drive like my brother. Don't drive like my brother. Oh, hey, I see you've stumbled upon the Accidental Crew podcast. Well, if you like us enough, follow us on Instagram at the Accidental Crew podcast. Follow and rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, or wherever you want. I don't mind. Got any comments or suggestions? Well, just let me know. Email us at accidentalcrew at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye-bye.